Biscuits and gravy. The voice of something. What does LP stand for? Lizard people. Nazi whale margarine pirates. So far, I've had seven McRibs. Pole pot pie. I'm the prognosticator of prognosticators. Like a slaughterhouse sangria? Yeah. No. (laughs) Good morning, Aloha Biscuitiers. You got it dialed on into the Biscuit Boys on KAKU 88.5, the voice of Gravy. That's right, it's Voice Gravy because this is the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Not to be conflated or confused with the Biscuits and Gravy Show or all those other fake biscuits around the biscuit. Uh, this nation. is Biscuits and Gravy 808. Chee to the hoo-hoo. We got one heck of a holiday special for you today. That's right, a show so good we only do it once a year, baby. You know it's got to be fantastic. So buckle on in or unbuckle, baby. Maybe you're in the state of New Hampshire and you don't have to wear a seatbelt, baby. It doesn't matter. It's going to be a bumpy, bumpy ride. You You can live free and die. Hard. (laughs) (laughs) Live free and die hard, yes. Yeah. Is that four or five? Live free and die hard was, I think, four. four. (laughs) And then... We just did that. Die Hard Another Day. What was yeah, the fifth one called? Die, die Hard uh, Again. <laughs> die <laughs> Hard Again. Die Hard Again. It's like a sweater. Die it Hard Again. Is it like N-word. Toy Story where you can watch every other one? Is that a thing? You know what? Or do you have to watch probably, all the Die Hards? So first one, great. Second one, not great. Third one, fantastic. The second one, he's, he does kill a guy by stabbing him through the eye with an icicle. Ooh, okay. And there's like a plane that blows up. Mm. But that's, those are like the those are pretty much the highlights of the entire movie. Yeah. The third one's really good though. Third the third one's, one's got Samuel L. Jackson in it. He plays Zeus. He's driving around. He's solving puzzles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, and who's the bad guy in the third movie? Uh, who? Iron Jeremy Irons. Oh, is it? Jeremy Irons is the bad guy in that movie. Isn't he the bad guy in all of them? I mean, is he the bad guy in The Lion King? He's the cool uncle. You guys ever play with icicles when you're growing up? (laughs) Love playing with icicles, man. Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, icicles are dangerous. They can poke your eye out. (laughs) They can do a lot more than that. They can poke your eye out. I like throwing throwing (laughs) the snowballs at the icicles trying to get it to, like, fall. Yeah. Yeah, That's the best, dude. That's satisfying. I like the, the noise of it, man. That gave me, like, is there another word for that? Like, it's, like, not a boner, but it makes you feel good. Like, where you take one icicle and you run down? And yeah! Like what like sound Lord of the that? Rings? You're like, ride with me! When he's, like, clanking the swords <laughs> uh-huh. against all the... Yeah. Clanking! <laughs> and the neighbor's like, get away from my house! <laughs> ear Eargasm? So, so are you talking about, like, what ASMR people get? Yeah, what's that tickle? Oh, like, goosebumps? No, I don't. A chicken skin? <laughs> I just saw Chicharrones, Chicken Chicharrones at Minute Stop, like right before here. We've just been talking about this all week. Whoa. So it's real? It's real. They're real? Yeah, yeah. Did like, you get some? No, I didn't. I was like, you know what? Not going to eat Chicharrones in the microphone today. Because we, we got a lot of listeners. So we got a lot of show to go through. Only today. And I, only, I don't. I well, don't. It's our Christmas special. It is our Christmas special. I'm wearing a Santa hat. Can you guys believe it? I bet 30% it? of the audience wants to bang me. I look so good in a Santa Oh, hat. women like Santa? They love Santa. It's so good. I'm Sexually? Like, yeah, dude. I want to slide down their chimney, if you know what I mean. Huh. Wait, yeah. that's that's an interesting question, though. Like, do you think that, like, 
there's women out there that have a sexual attraction to Santa Claus. I think that we are programmed from day one to, to fetishize <laughs> Santa Claus. He's in all red, the most sexy color. It's the sexiest red is the color. sexiest color. Right? And he like he watches you sleep. Yeah, dude. And he comes he, in he comes in your house at night. Yeah, without you asking. Yeah. That's a fantasy. He's a real ladies man. Yeah. Did you guys know that all the reindeer are actually chicks? Ooh, no way. Because the males lose their horn that time of the year. So they all have. Oh, a, really? Yeah. So those are all chicks. Really? Wait, so do, do they have similar looking horns? I thought like like female reindeer, like deer, just it, have like nubs, right? The the males have, are more nubbish. Okay. They, yeah. Around that time of year. Uh huh. Okay. Interesting. All right. So what's that movie in the eighties? It's called Prancer, I think. Right? Where the girl discovers a reindeer. You know what I'm talking about? Look, we got some a little Ooh, bit of like got, uh, smooth, Christmas, smooth jazz Christmas jazz in the, jazz background, in the background because this is our holiday episode. Friend of the show, Shahane is here. What's your favorite Christmas movie, Shahane? Oh, shoots, uh, Jingle All the Way, possibly Jingle All the Way, so <laughs> or like Elf is Elf classic. Is Elf Home is a Alone. Great one. There's, I'm, I love Christmas movies. You had a good bit about Elf ears being sexy last night. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, really? Yeah. It was good. It was well. We we do know that Shane has a history with I, that certain predilection. My biggest weakness is people that Elfier. don't look all human. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, now you probably uh, have noticed that that is friend of the show Shane, who's joining us for our Christmas spectacular. Thank you for being here, Shane. Yeah, Merry Christmas, guys. Comedian extraordinaire, baby. He's been on the show many times before, and when we found out that. Ted was not able to be here. You were our number one second choice. I love being a backup for Ted. Well, we well here's the, here's the thing is that Ted the we love having you on the show, but Ted is usually it's like our Loaded. holiday tradition that we have. <laughs> we usually have Ted on the Christmas episode. He was on our last oh, Christmas darn. episode and the one before that, and the one before that. And he's he's, he's been, been on Christmas on, show for years. He was on our Halloween spectacular one year as well, mm-hmm. and he dressed up as I think he was a wallet and keys. Yeah. Huh. Both things that Shane is prone to lose as of last night. He dressed up as Shane? <laughs> he dressed up as Shane. He's like, I'm Shane's cell phone. <laughs> but unfortunately, two of Ted's, I guess, employees were sick, so he had to cover for them. Boo. Unfortunately. Isn't that the point of being the boss? Is so that you that don't have to work. You don't have to do anything. Yeah. And also, who gets sick? And yeah. yet, he works, he works harder than all of us. <laughs> Combined, he has like I would three argue or four jobs. I would argue that Ted works harder. Than, oh, than all of us than combined. The three of us combined. I would say that any one of Ted's jobs. And that's no that's no slight harder. to you, Shahane. Yes, I can speak for me and Chuck that we don't. We don't. We don't work. We, I, we I haven't don't done work anything in two weeks. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more of like a gift to the universe, you know, like my just charm and wisdom. And mm-hmm. you and light up the room. I do light up the room with a tweaker with lighter. A, a smell. <laughs> <laughs> but Ted works harder than anybody I know that's not manic. Yeah. When do you think he's waking up? I don't think he sleeps at all. Yeah. I think he goes well, home and drinks. And remember when he took, <laughs> we were in that group chat and he took sleeping pills? <laughs> we won't talk about that. But he like Rosie O'Donnell himself or whatever. What's, mm. the, what's her name? All right. Ma- also, Roseanne Matthew Perry. Park. You know, Matthew Perry 
he uh, it, they finally it, released it. It came out that he was in the K hole. Oh, he had a mean baby. Get out of town. He had a hot tub K hole drowning. What? Yeah. Wait, the hot tub was full of ketamine. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> that's a lot of K. Dude, that's a lot of ketamine. I mean, I'm like all about it. Doing K and getting in a hot tub is pretty dumb. Yeah, that's what they call a slippery slope. Yeah. <laughs> he had his own meat jacuzzi adventure. Yeah. But and that, he didn't share it. Talk about being a bad friend. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. It also reminded me of the time that we were hanging out in Ted's hey, hot tub. All righty. <laughs> Chuck and I took a lot of uh, codeine. We drank a lot of codeine and we were hanging out in Ted's hot tub. Also very dangerous. It, it was a little more dangerous in hindsight than we uh, were We had a good laugh because the bubbles felt really good on our lips and then I had a panic moment. <laughs> which, which was good instinct. Really? And I like, I like reached and crawled out out like a salamander and was like we got to get out of this place we're like maybe we should not be doing this in the hot yeah. tub we're, we're dying like, we're like this is so funny <laughs> <laughs> i feel so <laughs> my whole body's fuzzy <laughs> <laughs> It's like the Matrix. It's one like, that's like that's because you're you're dying. Yeah. <laughs> I could see my pets and stuff that died. Yeah. This is great coding. Wow. Do you have the hot tub in where you can go see your grandparents? <laughs> like you sure I can I can talk to my long lost loved ones? Yeah, this is what you got to do. You know what a Shirley Temple is, right? Okay. Well, instead of grenadine, you use coding. Okay. And instead of Sprite. You use vodka. That's all you got to do. Were you guys... <laughs> <laughs> that was... Uh, Chuck and I made a... Chuck and I made a suicide pact. <laughs> and then we decided not to go through with it. Also, grenadine, it does end with I-N-E. Maybe it's... Yeah! Codeine, grenadine, Christmas mor- miracle. Morphine. Yeah. Like, a lot of the opiates right. end with ene. Does grenadine have morphine in it? Does it have... Is it an opiate? I was on Rhonda's show, and we did a bit about instead of Mighty uh, Morphing Power Rangers, it was Mighty Morphine yeah. Power Rangers. So, like, we just well, showed to- up, and we're high on heroin and couldn't, like, solve the problem. <laughs> it was just, uh, high karate uh. chopping the air. <laughs> I used to call morphine pills Power Rangers. Really? When I lived in Philly, uh, I used to have a morphine connect. Yeah. You get it in pill form? Ooh. No, man. I love morphine. Ooh, baby. That ain't no Philly cheesesteak. Nothing reminds cheese me of Christmas, like, <laughs> taking morphine. But we would call them Power Rangers. Really? We'd be like, oh, you got any, like, 15 milligram Power Rangers? Wow. Yeah. Transformers are ecstasy, right? I don't know. I think, Tony! <laughs> you ever see someone lose it off morphine? Like like their cell phone or what? <laughs> <laughs> nice, good callback. Uh, nice reach no, around. My buddy, uh, he was at the hospital and he had morphine at the hospital. Mm. And then later on, he was reading like the notes from that day and it said patient was screaming at the top of his lungs, pounding on the window. Oh and, wow! And he doesn't remember that. Mm. I don't think that's more of like. And a, he lost his phone. <laughs> that's more of like, like an even, angel dust type of thing than morphine. Angel yeah. dust. Do you, do you think I've whatever an he had forever. Do you think whatever he had was maybe laced? Well, it was at the hospital. Like, it was like medical stuff. Yeah, oh, it was medical. Don't, like, don't trust the doctor. From the oh, doctor. Oh, I thought like he took too much morphine and ended up in the hospital. No, no, it was it was administered at the hospital. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like some good stuff. And he freaked out. Wow. He said it felt good though. <laughs> I bet. Wow. <laughs> drip, drip. By the way, Shaheen, I want to thank you for bringing in these chocolate, these Reese's lights, the holiday lights. 
which are suspi- uh, they're suspiciously shaped <laughs> and look exactly like Easter eggs. Mm. I was thinking because you, know, right. you know they're just taking the the Easter egg Reese's that they're not selling at Easter and repackaging them as holiday lights, right? They're like, what's shaped like an egg that? has to do with Christmas. Yeah, and their trees look a lot like bats. <laughs> <laughs> Why does my Christmas tree have fangs? <laughs> it totally is an Easter egg, though, when you open it up. Yeah. The lines and stuff. It doesn't it. look like a light at all. Yeah. I was hoping there'd be, like, a string. There's a string in the I picture. Like, I know. <laughs> right, you yeah. Could, you know what you could do with these if they were on a string, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's really good to deal with a Bella Danger. You could dangle them into your mouth like grapes. <laughs> my, my south hole pole. Mm-hmm. The South Pole, yeah, that's <laughs> that's what they're calling it these days. Or the Peter, so welcome the to Peter our North Pole. <laughs> welcome to our holiday. Speaking of the South Pole, today's show is brought to us by Jude Law's Colostomy Bags. The law is on your side. Thanks for listening to the Biscuits and Gravy Show on KAKU. Funding for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes in part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like James Brown's Scrotal Transplant Center. Papa's got a brand new bag down at James Brown's Scrotal Transplant. <laughs> <laughs> it's a man's world. Oh, these are good. These holiday they're, they're so good. And also brought to you by Leonardo DiCaprio's guillotines. Get decapitated with DiCaprio. Woo, I exactly. love it. Now, unfortunately, Ted couldn't be here today, but that yeah. doesn't mean he's not still... I'm offended. Does that make it a Ted offensive? All right, Does that, everybody. That still doesn't mean that it's a Ted offensive. Ted offensive, yeah. Right. <laughs> Wait, did you say Ted or Tet? I mean, you know, let's try to, like, blur the, the lines. Because either way, it's funny. It's funny. It works either way because Tet is coming up, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually Christmassy is time, right? Yes, Tet yeah, is around Christmas. Yeah. I think what it's the saying? Vietnamese. The Tet, Tet is the, like, the Vietnamese New Year. Yeah. And it's around it's this around time Christmas. of year. And How so, many New Year's are there? Chinese, Vietnamese, American? There's, I don't know. Every there's time like, I hear a new one, I'm like, that's a new year. A new year. A new one. A new, so new there's, year. There's um, Jewish New Year, which is uh, uh, Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah, I think, is yeah. But they're like they're like or Yom Kippur. They got a it's, couple it's, thousand years behind us. Yeah. So in in Judaism, it's like the year fifty three something. And what year is it? Rosh Hashanah, baby. So it is Rosh Hashanah. Okay. And it's like the year fifty two, fifty three, something it like might that. Hundred fifty three hundred. Whatever, um, and so that's in Judaism. Islam is working on a different calendar, but I think that they still recognize January first as New Year. And then the Asians have one or two, like Chinese New Year is the big Asian New Year. But I think like Vietnamese New Year, like Tet is maybe a couple days off of Chinese New Year. But a lot of the Asian New Years really, kind of all, all overlap. January first, right? It's all yeah. yeah. But it's but it's it's different. all around this time of year, except Rosh Hashanah, right? Rosh Hashanah is not. What was the one that ended December twelfth? It was the the Mexican one, right? But well, not. Oh, the Aztec. Aztec, right? The Aztec calendar. Yes. What was that one on January sixth? That yeah. (laughs) New president, new year. Yeah, that was the the Trump new year. Uh, And even though it's not Christmas right now, it is Saturnalia. So I I feel like it's Christmas. Trump's off the ballot in Colorado. That's a good Christmas present to me. (laughs) And and now Texas is like, oh yeah, well we're gonna take Biden off of the ballot in Texas. Like Biden wasn't ever gonna win in Texas anyway. Who cares? Well, not only that. 
but also they're like, well, you have to do something that like violates the constitution and commit treason to qualify to be taken off the ballot. So there's, it's like, they didn't just take them off for no reason. Yeah. You have, you have to commit treason. So Biden hasn't committed treason yet. So we'll, we'll wait and see what they, what they have. Yeah. Yeah. But his son does crack and prostitutes. Yeah. Also, I mean, if my dad was more wealthy, Good. I would do more crack and prostitutes. Yeah. I wouldn't be on this radio show right now. Yeah. I'd be doing crack and prostitutes. I mean, I hear crack even, is amazing. Even if my parents weren't more wealthy, that's still a viable life choice for yeah. anyone. I don't know. I mean, what's wrong with it? I mean, there know? before the grace of God go, I, yeah, I could have been a Hunter Biden. Yeah. Having my laptop looked at by blind computer technicians. <laughs> <laughs> Giving it to Rudy Giuliani. I'm so glad people aren't going through my computer. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you get your computer stolen a couple years ago? Uh-huh. Yeah. And returned. Oh, wow. Yeah. With I all your photos on it. And yeah, now Shane heart. has to pay that person $1,000 a month for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> That person's got a lot of dirt on Shahane. And we should also say that even though Ted couldn't be here, that doesn't mean that he's not still a patron of Biscuits and Gravy. He literally uh, is one of our real underwriters. So he he's actually our only real underwriter. And so we want to give a shout-out to Venture Physical Therapy. Venture Physical Therapy. You're more than good massages. And I don't want to say that they're the best, but I think that they're, like, the only physical therapy. They just keep, like, <laughs> spreading out. It's like talk. Bell How many future? islands is he on? Three? He's on two. He's on, well, three, uh, let's see here. He's on. He's on Lanai. He's on Lanai. He's on Maui. Maui? Is, is he on Molokai? He Maui? tried Molokai, but it's like, it's more of like a supporting role of someone else that's over there. Yeah. But it was flying to Molokai. But Ted doesn't like warm beer, so he couldn't. I've never been to Molokai. Have you ever been to Molokai? No. I've looked at it a lot from a plane. I've been invited to Molokai, but I don't, I mean, like. What's I don't think they want me there. Yeah. Moving on. Um. <laughs> Today's show is underwritten in part by Winona Ryder's Horses. When you're looking for something to mount, think Winona, Winona Ryder. Ryder. I would do stranger things to her. Wrong. <laughs> uh, also brought to you by Matt Damon's Exorcisms. Need to get out the demons? Get out get the, the demons. demons! Today's show is brought to us by Tom Hanks Lamb Shanks. First of all, great for Christmas. Uh, they're in a league of their own for a limited time. Catch them if you can. They're big. That's right. That's Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks Lamb, Lamb Shanks. Shanks. I have to read the cards first to make sure I can say all the words. You oh, okay. know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and be, right now. It, even though it's not Christmas yet, it is currently Saturnalia. Saturnalia, baby! Yeah, and Woo! I Slap say, my butt, pull my matoka, and let's get weird. I want to say to everybody out there, all my <laughs> Romans, yo, Saturnalia. Yo, which, Saturnalia. Which the, the official greeting during Saturnalia is yo, Saturnalia. And because I'm what? from Philadelphia. Oh, that's awesome. Because I'm from Philadelphia. I love saying yo, yo to people, so yo. it's the perfect uh, holiday for me to celebrate. Ah, it's so good. You, you know, know what, what, I, what a good Saturnalia gift is? Being massaged by eight people. That's just such a good... Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And so I just want to, you know, praise Saturn. Yes! I was thinking he I was like not the god of agriculture. And uh, you know what's, what's cool about Saturnalia is that one of the things that they would do is like the slaves and the masters of the house would swap roles. Ooh, yeah? Yeah. I and, love gender roles. And so, like, before... Yeah, so it was, like, the slaves were now, like, getting served by the masters, and for, oh, yeah. for like, one week, they get to eat all the good food and drink, and um, 
There was like a one week. They were more like Anakin Skywalker slaves, though, than like Southern Baptist slaves, right? Yeah, because if I'm switching place with my master for a week, I'm killing him. I'm yeah, like, okay, dude. first rule, kill all the slaves. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let me sharpen this knife for the turkey for us. Yeah. Yeah. They I, didn't have turkey, did they? What do they eat? It was more like it right. was more like Game of Thrones slaves, and it was like the South. Yeah, like I think the like, U.S. the American South. Slaves. I think like the South slaves and Caribbean slaves were like the worst slaves. Not that the slaves were bad, but the slavery system was the worst. <laughs> they weren't good slaves. <laughs> trash the slaves. Trash trash slaves. slaves. <laughs> but no, that's like I hear like the American system of slavery is supposed to be like the worst. I mean, not that any system of slavery is amazing. Yeah, the Chinese have a good. <laughs> I'm imagining more. Ooh, the Chi- ooh, yeah, uh-huh. the modern Chinese slaves well, not good. Yeah. America won't. Eat, we're the best at everything, even yeah. when it comes to cruelty, Sub- subjugation. Yeah, subjugation and. Cruelty. Yeah, um, that's we, a good way to look at it. We do it the best. Mm. I like that. So, um, <laughs> switch, so this year, switch place with your slaves. Yeah, and also, you know what? Gambling was illegal or at least frowned upon. And during Saturnalia, everybody could gamble. So people would just be getting. Everybody would be, was like went from not gambling and being sober and slaves. To just getting hammered and gambling for like a whole week. Can you see Saturn during the winter time? I don't know. Like, why does it make? Maybe not because Saturn was the god of agriculture. When can you see Saturn? I don't think it had to do with the position of the planet, but I think it had to do with the fact that Saturn was the god of agriculture, and so because it was winter time, they need Saturn to come back so that they can grow their crops again in the spring. Hmm. So that's why they like praise him during the winter time because they're like, no, Saturn, come back. We've angered you. Wikipedia was very unhelpful. It said the best time to see Saturn is when it's close. <laughs> or at nighttime. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> no when's the best time Wikipedia? to see Saturn? Nighttime. All right, let's bring it into the nuts and the bolts of the show, baby. Um, it's also, time. I have a special gift for you guys. What? As, <laughs> as is tradition. Tradition. Um, I have brought with us something to enjoy for our Christmas Spectacular episode. Uh, You may have remembered this from last year, but this year I brought some gravy for us to all enjoy. (laughs) 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 And uh, this is the first time that we're being televised, so we're going to get to share some some gravy with our friends live at home. So you guys at home, if you've got... um, Oh, God. It is great. If you you guys at home... If you guys at home have any gravy, feel free to take your gravy out now. Yeah, guys, whether you're at home, at work, or crocheting in your bathtub, high on ketamine. Yes. And it's steaming. I think it's melting the cup. Get get out. First of all, get out of the bathtub if you're on ketamine. Yeah. Um, Replace that hot tub with gravy. Mm. Love gravy. There's mm. what what chunks are in here? That's uh, shiitake mushrooms. Really? Mm. Oh, yeah. Ah, nothing says Christmas like drinking gravy on the radio. M- mushrooms are just such good, like yumminess. Like, yeah, mushrooms. I mean those yeah. are those are the sh- those are the good shiitake mushrooms. So we- that's the good shiitake. Those are the good shiitakes. Uh, I actually have I had some shiitakes that were freeze dried, and they're they're like dried out, and you can you can store them like in your cupboard, and then yeah. anytime you want to add mushrooms to something, you take them out and you just put them in, and they like rehydrate themselves when you put them in the gravy. Shiitake mushrooms do that well. Frozen mushrooms, not so much. I just want to dip something in this, you know. Mm. I wish I had like a sandwich. Mm, yeah, you you were so close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you started the day by getting Jersey Mike's. Yeah, ten a.m. Mm. Now, do, do they like, open for lunch at 10 a.m. or do they have like breakfast sandwiches? There are. I, I wish there was breakfast sandwiches, but not. 
Just lunch. Just lunch. I mean, I would eat a, a Jersey eggs, Mike sandwich at 10 a.m. be in a Jersey Mike? <laughs> the giant. A dozen? Yeah, you need like a, a half, <laughs> at least a half dozen. This gravy is um, phenomenal. Yeah, I made it this morning. Painstakingly. Mm. What's the meat in here? There's uh oh well it's a it's a beef based gravy. It's so based. Yeah, it's based. <laughs> um, now speaking of drinking gravy on the radio, which is one of Chuck and I's holiday traditions, uh, <laughs> Shaheen, do you have any I love holiday? My life. <laughs> do you have any holiday traditions? Love gravy. Yeah, uh, it's kind of a weird one. I don't know if it's like everyone in North Dakota that does this, but. Um... On Christmas Eve, for lunch, we have sardines with onions and crackers and pickled really? pig's feet. Pickle, ooh, and okay. And then for dinner, the tradition. Why sardines? I don't know. And the same with, like, dinner. We have oyster stew. That's what we do. Okay. Like, like a creamy oyster stew, oyster huh. crackers, and cayenne pepper on top. Wow. Because, like, for Italian culture, like, they do the Feast of the Seven Fishes. Maybe it's like a, a like the North Dakota poor person version of that. Yeah, where it's like you have seven different types of seafood. So maybe I wonder if there's some. What is that bully base? What is that? Where it's um, bully all the bully base. Bully that... base is like a a brothy seafood soup. Okay, but uh, the... the the feast of the seven fishes is that is... fruit de mar. What is that? The, fe- the Feast of the Seven Fishes is you have seven seven different dishes oh. that are all seafood related. So. You might have, like, crab cakes and then, like, a clam chowder and also, um, like, some fruta de mare or, like, fried calamari. And then you do, like, a sea bass or something like that, like a roasted sea bass. And basically the goal is to have seven different seafood dishes and you have this big feast. For Jesus. Do, do different fishes count as different dishes? Oh, yeah. Well, they count as different <laughs> fishes. So, like, if you have one dish that has two different seafoods in it, then you're still hitting your seven fishes. Oh, okay. As long as you have seven different types of seafood. I mean, if you put seven different types of seafood into a bowl yeah. and made, like, into a, a like bouillabaisse base. or something yeah. like that, then I guess technically that would count. But the That's the, pushing it, But yeah. you got to have a... The, the part of the feast of the seven fishes is also the feast part. So you want to have a big spread. Mm-hmm. So you, you want to have at least a couple. I, I blended all the food together. <laughs> <laughs> I blended jeans. I thought you guys were there. Was this other fish? I made a really seafood dried. slurry. Isn't there like another dried fish that's famous? Bacala is Ludafisk the Ludafisk is the is the Icelandic one. I think that's what I was thinking and, of. And the... then there's bacala, which is also it's like a salted cod that you yeah. make into a salad. And, and that's ludicrous. That's also very ludicrousness for all you Thirty Rock fans out mm. there. But bacala is also a very popular like Italian Greek Mediterranean type of deal, and so that's very popular at the Feast of the Seven Fishes as well. Ooh. But also Jesus, the Jesus fish Whoa, wait, is Annie. Well, is the, that a thing? Though he was a carpenter, but the you know the story like gets a convoluted. He was a fisher of men. He was a fit, but the other people were fishermen, right? Didn't like the two brothers? Yeah, there was a lot of people. I mean, fishing was a big part of their culture back then. But also, he told that his disciples that they were fishers of men because they were trying to catch people and save their souls or whatever <laughs> but also part of christianity the jesus fish mm-hmm. the vesica pisces was a big part of kind of like mm-hmm. eternity, christian symbology mm-hmm. symbolism you think he just had like symbolism a, a stick with a string well first of all he could walk <laughs> on water so like it's with like a unfair. prostitute at the end of it that's how you catch men yeah, that's a, that's a, why he was <laughs> hanging out with that prostitute all the time because you know 
you just she was put a prostitute on a string, and yeah, and then uh, yeah. yeah, and you just reel them in. Simple math. Oh. So eating sardines and crackers. Yeah, that's a thing, huh? Yeah. And then you have like an oyster. Do you say it's an oyster? O- oyster stew. It's like a milky base oyster stew. And part of my family's tradition as well that's very important is we always don't have cayenne pepper at our house. So we have to go to the neighbors on Christmas Eve and borrow, oh, which is great. like a Nelson tradition, borrowing. Uh, Interesting. Just, like, give it to them before. So wait, We're so is the lack <laughs> yeah. of cayenne, is that intentional? Is that part of the tradition? No, it's just who we are, but it's happened so many times that now we just like don't keep it in the house so, still. That's funny. <laughs> My so, like, is your, your neighbors always, gets, uh, always have like an extra thing of cayenne for the holidays. Yeah, it's, Nelson's. it's got the Nelson's name on it. <laughs> that's do pretty get, cool. Do you get weevils in your cayenne in North Dakota? I got a lot of weevils in my cayenne. I don't think I don't think North Dakota is like weevil weevil territory. Territory. Yeah. There's yeah. no weevils there. I don't think. I get. Do you get the creepy crawlies? In your I places? also. I don't get a lot of weevils in my stuff either. I think that's here? just you. Dude, I get, you get weevils we, here. I get weevils all the time. Chuck I'm has always... weevils in all of his food. I, I, I constantly am like. <laughs> anytime I, you anytime I, you I eat food at Chuck's house, look out for weevils. Yeah. You're like I'm like constantly having flashbacks. I'm like, is my food moving? Because you have to, you have to like seal everything up better. And they're like, I want to be reincarnated as a weevil, though. Like, imagine like you're a weevil and you wake up in the, like my paprika or something. Yeah, like a mountain of spices. Yeah, dog. Yeah, and it's like just, Dune. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but garlic salt. <laughs> when do you put your lights up? Shane, do you put lights up? Do you decorate I for do. the holidays? What do you? What are? Where is like your go-to decorations for the holidays? Here's a little top off. Okay, yeah, give so, me a little. Give me normally a little I, top off on that gravy, baby. I try to uh, decorate before Thanksgiving because it's my favorite time of the year. I love. I love. Okay. The, I love. So, yeah. You decorate before Thanksgiving. I try to. This year I was okay. I was late, mm. and so I'm gonna keep them up for another two months. I've decided. <laughs> okay. Right. Hey, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, well, some crazy people do it, though, right? Some people, I think, like, if you leave it up all year round or you leave, I think as long as you take them down, down before the first day of spring. But hotels leave them up all year right? round. Like once turn them on. You know, 420 is a good day to take them down. That's true. Yeah, blaze it up, put everything away. That's already a celebration of trees to begin with. Yeah. yeah. The celebratory, take one tree down, light mm-hmm. another one up. Yeah, now, I like it. Could we invent a new holiday around Christmas? Because I want to say it right here, right now. I don't think Jesus existed. Well, that's <laughs> that's why Saturnalia was there when Christians were trying to take over to in order to convert people into Christianity. They knew that like Jesus wasn't born around the holiday times, but they're like, okay, you guys are already doing this celebration around around this time of year, so let's just say that. You know, it's Jesus for, was it's, born let's just on say, December 25th. Yeah, and so, you know, we'll just... You guys when keep doing what you're doing. Cross dips into it. And Instead of worshiping up. Saturn, now you just worship Jesus. But Saturn exists. Saturn's there. Yeah, I mean, that's but that's how all holidays became popular. Because, like, that was the same thing with Easter. Like, the pagans already had their Easter celebrations. Yeah, Aster. Yeah, and then they're like, okay, well, now instead of bunnies and stuff, it's Jesus. That's why. Fertility. That's why when you're like, "What do bunnies and eggs have to do with Jesus?" It's because that was all about fertility. Because of the Lord and bunnies mate fast, and that's why they're part of Easter. Bunnies, yeah, Yeah. because bunnies are very fertile, and eggs are a symbol of fertility. And they're connected. (laughs) I'm learning as we're eating 
ornament Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly what Jesus wanted. This is exactly what Jesus wanted. And then wanted. who owns Reese's? Because I bet you this is slave labor chocolate. <laughs> uh, Reese's is owned by Hershey's. Oh, so yeah. you're right. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. chocolate. This, it doesn't say Except anything. Except for one week a year. There's nothing on the bo- this box that says anything about fair trade chocolate. So this <laughs> is definitely made by slaves. Yeah. Just like in Bible times. Mm-hmm. So it all but comes together. Once a week, the executives go and they, they pick the cacao and they yeah, wave for, off the mosquitoes. For Saturnalia, all the Reese's executives have to go down and pick all the chocolate themselves yes. in South America. And get dengue and, fever. And then pour hot chocolate into the slaves' mouths. <laughs> <laughs> I Every year, I put my holiday lights up. Uh, like I put my tree up basically the first day that I have off after Thanksgiving. Yes. And when do you I, put I, your pole up? Usually oh, the, same, Festivus the Festivus pole goes up when I put the tree up and everything. When is Festivus? Tomorrow? Uh, I think it is tomorrow. I Heck know, yeah. Yeah. It's not on Christmas. It's before Christmas. And uh, we, I don't do like the the feats of strength or anything no, like that. Saturday the twenty third. Oh, there Festivus. you go. Do you air oh, your grievances? I I constantly <laughs> am airing my grievances, so I, I will also air my grievances on the twenty third as what well. What the heck is Boxing Day? Boxing Day is the day after Christmas, and that's when everybody boxes up their lights and puts all their decorations away. See, that's, but that's only, my idea is way better. But it that's, originated that's as only a holiday Canada, to give gifts to poor people. Mm, I don't. Today, Boxing Day forms part of Christmas celebrations. Is that what it was about, giving gifts to poor people? We yeah. don't that. Was, <laughs> it was probably because it's the day after Christmas, right? So it's all the stuff that you, you got that you didn't want. You're like, oh, I'll give this to You're a like, poor. I don't want to embarrass myself and return this to Costco, so I'll just give it to yeah. a poor. Yeah, yeah. somebody somebody it. gave you like yet another mug or whatever, and you're like, I'll just give this to a poor person here. Mm. Here, homeless guy, do you need a mug? He's like, No, I don't need a mug. How many, yeah, <laughs> you'll, have, you'll have to wash it first. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a mug. I'm like, I don't have a home. <laughs> Here are novelty socks that won't work. Here you go. But a boxing day is not a thing in the U.S., though, right? No, it's, it's only the thirty like, Canucks. Yeah, it's like Canada. Oh man, I had a really big. I, oh, I made fun of Canada so bad last so night. Canada has a different dumb Thanksgiving. Canadian bacon. So one time I was talking yeah. to these Canadians, and they're like, they were talking about how Canadian Thanksgiving is earlier than U.S. Thanksgiving, and then I was like. As a joke, I was like, "So when's Canadian Christmas?" And they're like, "They're like, oh, it's the same time." Well, I'm like, no, I'm like, no I'm I, like, I, I'm I understand. You. It's it's a yeah. joke, obviously. Christmas. How about Canadian Fourth of July? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they have a Fourth of July. Do they? Do, do they, they do Halloween? A, I mean, they, every they, they never gained independence from anywhere. Oh, that's right. Those right? dirty Canucks. They still have the Queen. They still have the Queen on their laundry. money. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine if? If Canada fought a war of independence against Great Britain, I like right now too. Now, I and at their weakest moment, you know, Alaska would get a little bit bigger. Yeah, yeah that's like, true. As they're doing that, we're just pushing the fence back. A little yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna why do is, a little Gaza Strip to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah why is yeah. Canada so small now? <laughs> yeah, like you can keep Quebec though. No one wants that. Uh, I feel like see what would happen is once that 
that upper Arctic ice starts melting and the Northern Passage opens up, that's going to be very huge for Canada. That's going to be a yeah, big Canada's deal for Canada. Canada's definitely playing the long game. And <laughs> yeah. yeah so, and yeah. so I think they're going to wait till till they like start getting all the money and military strategy from that opening up, and then they'll be poised to strike. Mm. And then they'll finally gain their independence. Well, I hope no Brits are listening to this. I hope this is getting broadcasted on uh, uh, yeah. Tea and Crumpets. Yeah. Also, Trudeau, if you're listening, I'm willing to be your war strategist. Oh, Trudeau, man. Did I ever tell you about this Halloween party? He's Kennedy's kid, right? Or Castro? Castro. There's a couple different... DJ Donald Trump. There, yeah, we also have a, a long-running conspiracy theory that Donald Trump was just Castro in a giant bodysuit. Because right <laughs> after Trump got elected, Castro... Castro died finally at like at the same almost at the same time and they're the same exact height. So coincidence? You guys be the judge. Wow, Castro was tall. <laughs> yeah, Castro was tall. Really, being tall is just like what gets you anywhere in life. Yeah, I mean, like I think at, seven. Uh, there's a statistic that like seventy or eighty percent of all CEOs are, are over six two. Yeah, are over six two. Really? Because yeah, it's just tall people. People. I don't, I'm not going to say that we look up to them, but you physically do. <laughs> but I, I think there's a sub, there's a subconscious thing where, like, when you're a kid, your ad- adults and your parents are taller than you. So and when you become an adult, there's like this weird archetype that's built into your psyche of people that are taller than you somehow being in a power of position or that they know more than you. When that's why priests are always on altars, and that's like pharmacists and are stages too. And... Yeah, it's always like huh. literally above you. Yeah. That's why in in film as well, when you want to make a, a person look powerful, you shoot them from a low angle so it looks like you're looking up at them. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to make them feel, uh, seem inferior in the shot, you shoot them from high up looking down. And that's why when women go out, they wear heels so we see them as human. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you nailed it, bro. You nailed it. I put up my penguins as well this year. Oh, Whoa. penguins are so of, good. What's... And I had something new to add to my Christmas decoration. So I, every year we put up the Christmas tree, like the day after, the first day after Thanksgiving that I have off, Christmas tree goes up. I pop in my headphones and put on a podcast and get, do all my decorations. I put the Festivus pole out. But now every year I take out the penguin slide, that little thing where the penguins oh, go yeah, up the steps yeah. and then they slide down. Yeah. So every year I put that up and now for, this is the first year where we're able to have our little Coganairs. Coganair, baby! Uh, so this is are, are you familiar with these? Uh, not that one specifically. <laughs> so in in Spain uh, and there's parts of Italy and, and France. Yeah, in, in Europe the Coganair is like a holiday tradition because like people would poop on like their crops to make their crops more fertile or yeah, whatever. Like, and know, And now and like then there's like this tradition of around Christmas time, part of their Christmas celebration is having these little guys and it's different different little statuettes of guys pooping. I have one that's Indiana Jones pooping. Yeah. And, and I have it in my nativity scene. And so there's all these different like you can get Bart Simpson, you can get Donald Trump, Obama, you, you can get the Pope pooping. You can get the Pope's poop bar. And so when we were in Spain, we, this is something that me and Chuck always laughed about, but then when we were in Barcelona, we walked past a store and it was an entire Coganair store and it was all shelves of large and small statuettes of different like celebrities. And How much does something like that cost you? 
I what was it like fifteen bucks or something, Chuck? Yeah, it was pretty pretty cheap. Yeah, and then uh, they made Mine was twenty, and it was huge. They made Chuck <laughs> huge. He got the big TSA one. like had to make Chuck take his out and inspect it, right? Yeah, which is we were like <laughs> barely making our flight, and he's just like, "What is this?" And I was like, "Ancient Catalonians." <laughs> 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 and then ten minutes later, he's like, "So they hit the poop until presents come out of the poop fire," and I'm yeah, like, "Yeah, that's another." Yeah, they hit the poop until presents come out of the poop fire. Yeah, I, that's. That's, Doesn't everyone know yeah. this? So there, the, there's a lot of poop-related Christmas traditions. Another one is Cagatillo, I think, is the name of that one. Yep. So Cagatillo is like this poop log. Poop log. And you, you like hit him with... You hit him with sticks, and then he poops out uh, trinkets. Yeah, I think that's that's also in Spain, right? Yes. Yeah, it's crazy how like back in the day people would poop on their farms, like making scrub. But now yeah. our poop is so like filled with chemicals. If you, you poop can't. on your stuff, you kill it. It kills really? it. Yeah. yeah, I killed the flowers in front of my house. Flowers. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I mean, like they say, a little I- pee though with your uh, tomatoes helps, though, right? It depends how much asparagus you're eating. (laughs) No, but like, obviously, like if if our poop fertilized stuff, everybody would be using their poop for fertilizer. We'd all be saving it. We should be using poop for fertilizer. Well, we can't because we eat so much meat. And then there's Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo, and uh, Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo, is yet another tradition and a long holiday line of traditions of poop related christmas things does our eating meat really affect our poop i think it's our fertilizing? i think it's the the meat eating but also um probably the like codeine and the, vodka the, <laughs> and all the preservatives <laughs> and birth control and stuff like that there's not a lot of good stuff in our poop anymore but like you don't you really use i'm pretty sure you don't really use carnivore poop for fertilizer it's mostly like Herbivores that you whose poop you use. Uh, well, it'd be hard to like. A bear, but people bury fish, you know. Also, Corky, friend of the show, Corky said that she thought Boxing Day was about watching boxing, and so <laughs> we just want to say Merry Christmas to Merry- friend of the show, yeah. Corky. Corky's had a hard year; she lost everything, uh, but she's very resilient, and we love you, Corky. Happy holidays! Happy holidays, Corky. Mm. Um, you guys want to do a Christmas quiz? I would love to do a Christmas quiz here on KAKU 88.5, The Voice of Maui. So I actually had one quiz that I was going to do the next time Shane was on the show, but I'm going to save that for the next time you're on the show. That because you have to come on again. Yeah. Yeah. We did it, kids. Because uh, I want to do this one specifically for our Christmas episode. A Christmas song quiz. <laughs> you guys like Polar Express? No, no, me either. Mm, yeah, that's a that's a weird one. I like Tom Hanks, but uh, especially Tom Hanks Lampshanks because they're a sponsor of the show. I wasn't in the right age bracket to appreciate Polar Express when it came out, so I don't have any like. I don't have their connection. To yeah, it. I don't yeah. have any nostalgia for it. Same. I just watched a weird Christmas movie uh, called The Nutcracker and the Four Realms. And I watched the whole thing sober, and I don't know what it's about, but it was very colorful. But I do love Home Alone, because I saw Home Alone when I was a kid, and to this day, it's still I still watch it every year for Christmas. And I was very happy to hear that you said you watched Home Alone with your nephew. Yeah, and he was down with it, dude. Because like, sometimes you think things hold up, but they don't really hold up with the younger generation. I was very happy to hear that the younger generation enjoyed Home Alone. Yeah, the, by, by the that time makes me feel good. Yeah, by the time the movie was over and we were walking out, there's marbles across the floor. I'm like, <laughs> <"Whoa."> <laughs> yeah, 
You little rascal. <laughs> also, we were watching Die Hard at my place last night, yeah. and then after Die Hard ended, the next movie that came on was Face, Face Off. Face Off, baby! And I gotta say, once we started watching Face Off, me and Diana stayed up and watched the, watched Face Off all the way through, and I think that's gonna be my new holiday tradition. Even though Face Off doesn't have anything to do with Christmas, I'm going to just start watching Face Off now. What is Face Off? Fa- what? What? All right. Oh All right. <laughs> Face Off is peak 90s action movie. Okay? Even to- Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Even Tony couldn't believe that you've never seen Face Off. Ooh, Nick Cage dresses up as a priest in the beginning Hold of the on. movie. Wee, you get looking. Ooh, wee, you get looking. Face Off is an action movie about Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. One's a terrorist and the other one's an FBI agent. And they switch faces. Yeah. Not <laughs> faces. Yeah, they don't do a body swap. They switch faces. So Nicolas Cage, uh, John Travolta is the FBI agent, and he wants to infiltrate Nicolas Cage's, like, terrorist organization to stop a bomb from going off. So they capture him, and then they take his face off, and they swap faces so that he can go deep undercover. But, but then do they know that Nicolas Cage wakes up. And then steals John Travolta's face and takes over John Travolta's life. And bangs his wife and tries to bang his daughter. No no way. Well, he doesn't necessarily... He he does lick her face at the end. Yeah, I'm telling you, <laughs> But dude. there's a scene in the movie where John Travolta's daughter is about to get raped by somebody. And guess who it is? Danny Masterson. Oh, my God. So no way. Even back then, Danny wow. Masterson was... Up to no good. Not much of an actor. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I guess he was. The, that's a uh, method acting Ew. for Danny Masterson. I, I'm amazed he actually got sentenced the way he. I'm did. amazed that you have never seen Face Off. It's one of the most over the top, but also great action movies of all time. The whole thing makes zero sense. It sounds but crazy. You have to see it. It's it's an amazing. And movie. to be there's, fair, there's I also space. didn't play Uno until like a week ago. There's lasers. that was crazy. <laughs> I I had never like I I haven't taken somebody's Uno virginity since like six. Grade. Well, we took Ivan's the other day. Yeah, we? that's crazy, <laughs> guys. It's like when it rains, it pours. Really? Yeah. Um, okay, you ready for a Christmas quiz? He so licks this his daughter's face. He do, he does lick her face. They also say the word face off. During you ever the lick movie? people's faces? Like, I want to take his face off. I I'll lick Diana, but only because she hates it. So I do it to like get a rise out of her. You ever lick a dog? Yes. Yeah. Just to be like, how do you like it? Yeah. Or like, if my dog will sneeze in my face, so then I'll sneeze on my dog's face. Just to be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what that feels like. That's what that feels like. Or Not like, great, is when it? my dog is trying to go to sleep, I'll try to like lick myself in my private parts really loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not fun, huh? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm trying to sleep, huh? <laughs> I'm more impressed that you're that flexible. Jack. How do you like it? <laughs> I, got, I got the one leg up in the air. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna play a Christmas song, and then you guys can work together. You don't. I mean, you can like ring in when you get it, but instead instead of being divisive, we're gonna work together this holiday season you guys can both compete so i'm gonna need the name of the song and or the name of the band um for for some i'll be a little bit more i'll be a little bit more lenient all right but here's the first one Light of all, the rain, all right uh, you know you're the mastermind. not buck cherry what's his name run run rudolph run 
<laughs> Buck Cherry is like the what the Bizarro version of his name would be. You just swap Chuck the Ber- Chuck, Chuck Berry, Berry not Buck Cherry. Is that where the name Buck Cherry comes from? I guess, right? I don't know. That scratches all down my back. I never even yeah. thought about that, but that's probably where Buck Cherry comes from, right? Yeah, it's a Chuck spoon- Berry, it's a spoonerism. A spoonerism. I'm surprised that you know that name for that term. Um, yeah, so <laughs> you know that's how I love my spoons. Run, baby. Rudolph, Run by Buck Cherry. <laughs> that's all. That makes me think of Home Alone when yeah. I hear that. Song. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of Christmas songs that make me think of Home Alone, especially anytime I hear Jingle Bell Rock. I just picture them. Playing with the ropes and like making the people move so it looks like there's people home. Mm. Alright, next song. South Park. Oh holy night. Cartman. That is absolutely correct. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't Oh, it's Cartman? You uh you got that really fast. Alright. Next one. I've never um, heard um, that um, version of Oh, Paul McCartney. Heck yeah. Uh having a wonderful British Christmas time. Yes. <laughs> Happy Christmas by Paul McCartney. I like that Paul McCartney's Christmas one is like doo doo doop, blah da da, simply heaven. And then uh, the other Beatles song is like we murder children, dark children in other countries. Oh, that's uh that are poisoning the blood of our country. Yeah. <laughs> so this is Christmas. Yeah. That's that one. Bombing Ukraine. <laughs> that one's got Yoko on it. All right. Yeah. Here's one that you might enjoy. Oh, this is my favorite song ever, baby. This is the one and only The Boss. This is my favorite one, dude. He talks to the band, and he asks the band if they've been good. Wind whipping around the boardwalk. <laughs> What time is it? It's Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Bruce Springsteen, the East Street Band. Oh, Christmas time. It's Christmas time. Chuck Thompson, the Grease Street Band. Hey, you're going to get a brand new saxophone. Oh, Santa's got a brand new saxophone for you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right, Chuck, you're crushing it right now. Ready? Mm, That's right. They call me Orange Crush. All right. This is by Wham. That's correct. And this is Last Christmas. And for bonus points, who is the singer in Wham? Um, you may know him by sticking his foot underneath the bathroom door and trying to touch your foot. I did that one time. Or you may know him from Arrested Development. He's from Arrested Development, too? No, it's George Michael. Oh, that's or right. George, uh, I'm, like, I'm like, where did the... Uh, Michael Sarah's character yeah. in was George Michael. All right. You know DMX. That is correct. That is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by is DMX. It, does that uh, make it a DMX-mas? Uh-huh, yes. <laughs> Which pairs nicely with Ludacrismas. Oh, oh Prancer. <laughs> Weezer. That is correct. That is yeah. Oh, Come All You Faithful off the Weezer Christmas album, yeah. which has been like a constant loop at my job mm. <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, that and the They're, Green Day Christmas album, got to say it right now, guys, poo-poo. Not a big fan. It's it's all right. The, the, the greatest, The greatest, like, rock or punk Christmas album of all time is the one by Bad Religion. Because, because what do all the fundings from the Bad Religion? As you, as everyone knows, a, the, a portion of the proceeds from the sales of Bad Religion's Christmas album go to benefit people who were abused by priests. So Bad Religion, not only are they atheists singing Christmas songs, which is already great satire, they donate the, pro, the proceeds to help 
people that were harmed by religion. I love that sticking it in Christianity's face. It's Saturnalia. It's the ultimate satire. Okay, Saturnalia. Satire Satan. This is just you on a xylophone. <laughs> nope. This Aww. is somewhere in my memories of Home Alone. By the Home Alone, uh, as sang by the Chuck Thompson Choir. That is absolutely correct. That, that is, is right. The name. In my memories. Nothing makes me feel more like nostalgic for Christmas time than this song. You see that little girl on stage singing? That's my granddaughter. I can't get within a thousand feet of her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a list. <laughs> it's all funny well, games until that, you're on the naughty list. Also, that song, Somewhere in My Memory, that was like that song didn't exist until Home Alone, right? Like, that's a Home Alone soundtrack no. original song. There was nothing. by is John it? Williams. Yeah. yeah. That's not like. John a, Williams is just something else. Dude, yeah. he, he must go into the future. He must, because, like, yeah. He kills it every time. And it's Williams? So good. John. John Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yums. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know the songs? Well, yums. Here's another Christmas. <laughs> Although, as it's a joke, but there is like this weird connection between Star Wars and the holidays, right? Yeah, absolutely. They re- they play it a lot on the holidays. Back in the day, they used to play the Star Wars movies on TV around the holiday I time. I mean, Empire Strikes Back is very there's snow. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. snow. But then also... There's an abominable snowman. Yeah. Or all the new Star Wars movies, they released around Christmas, Christmas time. Yeah. yeah. So I think they're like leaning into that because they're like, we want people to have this built-in association between Star Wars and the holidays. And yeah. I'm wearing my Star Wars Christmas sweater to right now yeah. on the air. I have a lot of Star Wars themed Christmas mm-hmm. decorations, too. They tried to act like the Star Wars holiday special doesn't exist. But it does. I've seen it. Why it's is it not on... I looked for it on Disney. It's, it's not on Disney. They What's tried to act... They tried to wipe it's it out so of existence. Bad. Oh, did they? Like, actually try to yeah. get rid of it? Oh, yeah. It's real... It's it's worse than you think. It's, like, very cringeworthy. I have a copy of it. I'll, I think Warwick Davis is in it, though. I'll give it to that's you. Where he's the man, dude. That's where they pitched the idea for Willow. <laughs> It's the most beautiful time of the year. What is Justin Bieber? <laughs> that is, man, you are killing it, Chuck. That's yeah, dog. I'm nothing but Christmas spirit. Well, All right, this I is the last that's one. about the end of my Christmas album. <laughs> this is Mr. Hanky's Christmas. This is Mr. Hanky's Christmas album. This is Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Just- Very good, Chuck. That's right. You did a That's great Christmas bells and victory bells. You did a great job. I got the power of the gravy. So <laughs> my stomach's turning. <laughs> <laughs> I think I still have that power of the gravy song on here somewhere. Well, anyway, it's uh, like Mr. Hanky said. That's about the end of our show. Any any other Christmas things you guys want to talk about before we do Chuck stuff the knowledge reindeer? Is anyone making beef Wellingtons for Christmas? Because that's what I want to get into. I'm, I'm make a beef Wellington. I'm going to make it. As a matter of fact, after the show today, I'm going to go to Costco. I'm going to buy a big old tenderloin. Do oh, you want to yeah? split a tenderloin with me? I'll ask the lady. All right. So I have a question for you guys. Did you guys, as kids, get your presents on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? We opened one present Christmas Eve. The rest were Christmas Day. We Diana and I usually open it up at midnight on Christmas Eve, but I think this year we're going to wait till Christmas Day. All right. It's time for Chuck Stuff Knowledge Reindeer. Uh, Chuck's Stuff Knowledge Reindeer is when Chuck tries to prove he's the smartest reindeer on the roof. Uh, this first question this first question was sent in by Donner. Donner wants to know, in Home Alone, where are the McAllisters going on vacation? Paris. 
That is correct. You think there's going to be any nude beaches? Our second question comes from Prancer. Prancer wants to know, in the song 12 Days of Christmas, what do you get five of? Five gold rings. You get five correct dings. What's the Hawaiian version? Dude, there's a Filipino version, which is... Muy bien. Three pork and peas. <laughs> Two be lots. <laughs> um, our third question comes from Blitzen, and our third question is always a sports question because, as you know, sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. Blitzen <laughs> wants to know: it, This is our sports, our holiday sports question. What did all the other reindeer not let Rudolph join in? All the reindeer games. As any reindeer games, that is absolutely correct. You got three out of three, Chuck. Ooh, baby, and I'm the smartest reindeer buffalo alive. That also means that that's the end. End of our show. But not the end of Biscuits and Gravy. Catch us out 24 hours a day at BiscuitWars.com. Have the holliest of the jolliest of the holidays, yeah, everybody. We want to thank friend of the show, Shahane, for being on. We want to thank Ted for sponsoring us for the entire year. And our good friends down at Condoleezza's Rice Krispie Treats and advocate war crimes against hunger. And also Benedict Cumberbatch's cookie dough because the best batch is, is a, a Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch, baby. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. Vincent Fody, Shane Nelson. Also, everybody, I didn't plug it. I'm so sorry. Please go and see comedy show tonight. Oh, yeah. It's at the playground. Yep. And Rhonda, Rhonda Hanson, Hanson is hosting. Rhonda the biscuit bump, baby. Yeah, so go see that tonight. Tiffany Haddish, baby. And you guys have a very happy holiday season. Be safe. We love you, and we'll see you next time. Hello. Bye. Hello. Ha, ha, ha.